Welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner, and this is my podcast, where every episode we make a playlist for a specific life event, moment, or occasion, always with a special guest. And today we're making a playlist for driving home from an audition with my guest, Jamie Lee. Hi! Comedian, actress, writer, everything. (laughs) Right? Yeah! Yeah. I love that. Um, From uh, Crashing, Girl Code, uh, all kinds of stuff in between. Yes. Bunch of albums. I have book. one, one, one album, album, one book, one book, one but album. I, but I stand I by both of those things. You got a bunch of albums in you though. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? They're coming. They're coming. That's shocking to me. I really thought that you had. Oh my God. That like really warms my heart that you think that. Well, I remember when I was still doing improv and you were doing stand up. Yeah. And I have so. been doing it for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can do the like, I'm green. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't like hide behind that. Now yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm fully in this. You're supposed to know what you're doing. I know. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. There's no turning back at this point. Yeah. Um, you've been a fictional comic and a real comic. Also yes, at this point. I have. It's true. Old Allie Reeson. Yeah played her on crashing and uh was, yeah like, was it weird playing a comedian that's not you the comedian um strangely it wasn't that weird the only time it was a little weird is in when we're trying to sort of craft her stand-up yeah her voice because yeah so it was like i would use like half of my old stuff like mm. really really old jokes um but then i would also sort of because you were write, writing her also yeah so then i the yeah too. so then i would also like write new material for her so it was kind of this mishmash where it's like it's a little me but old me mm-hmm. but old me like if you had gone now. down a different path yeah mm-hmm. yeah and she's a little more like alty and like one-linery i think mm-hmm. um which was mostly just because that was kind of what we ended up liking for her in the edit <laughs> there <laughs> those were, were the jokes of hers that made it <laughs> yep exactly okay. right. i wish i could say it was a very her storytelling shows got cut out yeah exactly yeah 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 uh no long long bits or chunks um just kind of the quick mm. quick bites isn't it nice how what we do sounds like vomit yeah it's, it's just bits and chunks bits chunks um <laughs> I'm trying leave to... them all over the stage yeah clumps mm-hmm skunk spew some jokes yeah we're we're reaching some spews (laughs) (laughs) i just turned the verb into a noun so there's some spew over there we were going to do this playlist like a year ago yeah and you got held up at an audition oh was that what happened (laughs) maybe maybe that's what it's become in my in my memory i mean sounds yeah that, that sounds on point um but why did you choose this um because i think that well, I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes when I'm like preparing for an audition, um, I really can't put any words in my head. I can't really listen to podcasts or anything because all I can do is sort of retain the lines that I've uh, tried to mm-hmm. memorize. Mm-hmm. So even listening to music on the way to an audition, it's like I feel like anything that goes into my head other than the lines will somehow like replace uh, all this work that I did to get ready for this thing. So I think when I leave auditions, I'm very excited to kind of like exhale and be like, oh, I can just like be a person in my car now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like music um, music is a, is a good way to kind of just like uh palette cleanse mm-hmm. post like a relief slash coming back to yourself yeah and i think like we talked about this a little bit i don't know if it matters if it's a great audition or a bad audition because they all kind of just i mean unless you book it 
<laughs> they all kind of just fade into the ether anyway. Yeah. And even before, well, before you find out you booked it, it still is in that ether place because you have no idea what's yeah. going to happen or how you were perceived or anything. So, yeah, I think that I created this playlist from just sort of a <sighs> place. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember... And also trying to build your self-esteem back up because sometimes yeah, the auditions can be quite demoralizing. Yeah. Not not even that that was the intention of the casting person, but sometimes there's just such a coldness in the room that it makes you sort of project your worst version of yourself onto yourself, even though that might not be how they perceive you at all. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. extreme situ- uh, version of that or example of that social situation of like you have no idea what you're walking into. You have no idea where that person's at where that project is at, who got yelled at, what they got yelled at about. Exactly. Wh- who has been cast or fired. So you you have no idea. And you're walking into that situation to be judged. Yes. And it's so bananas. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I, I was recently in a position where I was sort of doing some casting uh, not not like scripted, um, but trying to figure out like a co-host for this thing I'm working on. And it is so true that I or maybe not so true. It was it was enlightening to discover that everyone's great. Like truly everyone who came in was like great and like so special. And like you really feel that. And then you start to realize it really comes down to. I don't, it's, it's not like, it is such a specific thing and it has nothing to do with like talent almost. Yeah. And that's what's really hard to take and, mm-hmm. and understand for yourself. Oh yeah. Cause yeah, you're like, like, oh, I'm sure. But for me, it's personal. I'm sure they personally have a personal vendetta. <laughs> but then when you realize it, that that's not how you view other people, you're mm-hmm. like, why would it be different for yourself? Yeah. It's really, but yes, it's well, really a mind stir. It very much is. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like puzzle pieces fitting together, and it's, it's not like and that's no one exactly picks up a puzzle piece is. and is like, "This is a good one." Totally, it's just like, does it fit? It is puzzle piecing. Yeah, and also like it, it truly could be like you're like, "Oh, that person was fantastic," and then another person's like, "No." Um, th- like the way that they like they lean forward too much, and you're like what that's a that you're that's what you're looking at Mm -hmm. it's like yeah and also that's a thing that you could say hey can you do it without leaning forward a (laughs) hundred percent it's like just tell them to sit up straight if that's really what it is why write them off based on something so trivial that's the stuff that drives me nuts because you need to make choices especially if this is like if it's like an acting audition you need to make choices um but if you make choices that are not the ones that they would have made then that's why you get bumped. Yes. And it's like, well, but I did a good job at the acting. Yeah, I exactly. I just acted it different than... Than what you... Tell me something else. What you... Am I, I can't read your mind. And also, it's not a good... It's not a good depiction of what's actually going to happen if you were to book the job. The director, like, oh, yeah. will work with you, will steer you, will ask for things, will mm-hmm. challenge you... You'll have you'll have someone working with you when you're reading like an, another actor instead of someone just reciting lines. Absolutely. At you. So it's one of those things where you're like, why isn't every audition two things? Why isn't every audition a first round is always on tape? It's an industry standard. You uh, have to tape. You have to tape. You don't get to go in for anybody. You don't get to have a personal connection with anyone. We have to do an initial round where we just see vibe wise mm-hmm. if you're it. I also I I love a, a self tape. 
Uh, I do too, but I've never booked anything off of them, so I'm starting to feel soured. Have I'm you? Booked, yes, I've booked <gasps> multiple things off of. Uh, Have you? Yeah, that is so good to hear. Because and I that used gives to. Me hope. I remember that when gives I first started doing them, I was like, "These are trash." Someone gets this and throws it into a garbage can. They they print my video out so they can throw it into a garbage can. That's how I, I know. feel. That's how it, it'll feel. Like for no me. one ever has I'm like, seen no it. One saw it. There's been no eyes on yeah. it. Um, and then I I and I was so far down that road that I had this audition for a pilot. And I was like, I'm not even going to do it. I'm just, fuck it. And I went to a, I went to a movie premiere. I got invited. Ooh. Uh, yeah. And um, so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do that. And then I got drinks afterwards. And um, I went with my friend Eli. And at some point he was like, hey, weren't you supposed to put yourself on an aud- on a tape oh my God. for an audition? Because I had like asked him to read with me at one point. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't even care. Fuck all those things. And then I went home and was like, ah. Yeah, just just do it, right? You, yeah, you, you moved here just to do, do it. it. Just do it. Just do it. And so I read the I read it. I just waited. I left spaces for the other person to talk. Wow. Yep. Don't do any of this stuff this that I'm saying. This is bold because just take I've the also, story but as I've a whole. done that before and been like, that's the reason I didn't get it. I'm loving this story. So it is lighting a fire within me. So I just I left spaces for the other person to talk. And I did it over and over. And that's when I realized, oh, the, the advantage of the self-tape is you get to do it as many times right. as you want and do it exactly the way that you want. Yes. You don't ever walk out of a self-tape going, why did I say it like that? Like, yeah. press record again. So I Also, did sorry, just a real quick sidebar. Leaving space makes total sense because a reader is not giving you the zhuzh that you need no. anyway. No. I mean, occasionally you get someone who clearly has acting experience and you're like, oh, thank you for making my job easier. But usually you're just getting a stale read anyway. So why not leave the space? That's essentially what they're doing. Yeah. I, I mean, I think most of us don't because it kind of looks like a, you look like a dingbat when someone just watches it, it, not knowing what for, but whatever. So, But they've seen it all. Yeah. So I did that. And then on the final take, as I'm doing all of that, um, my cat starts bothering me, just like like meowing for food and kind of bumping around my legs. And he's like, like he's like, this is... A, this is not a sane thing that you're doing here. You, what's happening? And so <laughs> the scene ends and I was playing like a, 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 a set, a, a network executive who was kind of um, not the most together person. Okay. Okay. So I do the last line and the cat's like, meow, meow. And I'm just staring at the camera like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> and then I turned it off and I sent it in and I booked that. <gasps> And then when we wrapped, the director was like, hey, that tape you sent was so funny. You know, that's wh- that part with the cat, that's why we booked you. Oh, and I was like, are you God. serious? And he was like, yeah, that cat, it was just like so perfect. And I was like, yep, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't take that off. Because to me, it was funny. To me, it was like so weird and funny and like, what the fuck am I even doing? I do love a good like pet comes in right like yeah and leaning into it versus being like oh it's not perfect it's like no it just got better yep um so that was the first time that i booked off of uh that's amazing but and then i've booked a few things off of that because i also i get real nervous in the rooms i do too well that's my whole yeah i'm like by the way i haven't booked in rooms either i mean i did for crashing but there was obviously like a level of comfort. I think you knew there. everybody in that room. I did know everybody in that room, and that casting director is amazing. Her mm-hmm. name's Gail Keller, and she is. The other time I went in for her, I I didn't book it, but I felt great, and I got really good feedback. And I was like, oh, she just 
she has a magic touch with actors. She mm-hmm. really, and she works with a lot of comedians and you can tell, like she just gets you. Mm-hmm. So she really draws it out of you. Um, but, oh man, what was I going to say in response to that? Yeah, I, I get so nervous in auditions and, um, the thing that really sucks is that I go in super prepared. I memorize everything. And no matter how hard I memorize, I will forget it in the room. And I hate that. And you, that's out of nerves. And yeah. I don't know how to correct it. I'm. If anyone out there has any hot tips, feel free to message me because it's killing me. I, I, and not I, all of it. I won't forget all of it. But I definitely like look down at the page and I'm like, oh, where was it? Like I have those well, moments. I think a little looking down at the page is yeah. the worst thing in the world. It's not. Especially, you know, it depends on how, how much time you have with it. But then it. you also hear these theories of like, but like go in like so off book that you like don't even need your paper. And you're like, oh, what but for is everyone, wrong with my memory? I can't do it. But for every one of those, there's those stories like, oh, you know, so-and-so totally forgot his uh, audition like time and Paul didn't tape. learn any of it. And then he walked in and took a shit on the floor and was like, what are the lines? And they're like, I you know, get the part. I know. You hear everything. You hear every possible story from he went in and took a shit to like they came in and, you know. They were dressed as the, they had grown they, a beard. They, yes, exactly. For the part they, and rode a yes, horse in. Meticulously dressed as the mm-hmm. character, yeah. I, I mean, I, well, let's knows? get into this playlist. Okay, I'm, we'll I'm keep talking it. about all of it as oh, we go. I mean, let's let's get into some songs. <laughs> um, the first song on it is yours. Uh, do you want to? Oh yes, introduce that. Okay, uh, the first song on this playlist is "Road to Nowhere" by Talking Heads. Off of Little Creatures. surprised that this is the first time anyone's put this on a playlist interesting yeah i love it for so many reasons what are they um i love the idea of road to nowhere it feels symbolic of um it feels symbolic of like putting all of your faith in other people to give you opportunities um and it's like for what and letting your self-esteem sort of like waver at the hand of somebody else giving you know gracing you with like you booked it or whatever it is it just kind of is a good reset message of like what are we doing like yeah. let's just uh all of this is you know in a in a bleak but also kind of bittersweet great way like this is all this is all play pretend yeah I mean, everything. Literally, (laughs) life like is kind of meaningless. Yeah, I mean, it's meaningful, but you have to you have to find the meaning. Yeah, and you have to decide what the and you have to decide that it's meaningful because truly, you could argue that it nothing matters. And there's just something that's why there's chaos because people made different decisions. Yes, exactly. And I just like also, yeah, I I and I also like that it this song, sort of the I don't know like music terms, but like the beat and the melody of it kind of feels like a journey and he Mm -hmm. keeps saying like road to nowhere like you really feel like you're road tripping as you listen to this song and it feels uh, like it has momentum and it gives me momentum in my life to listen to it to me it feels like a like a like a cartoon car on like slow rolling hills that totally (laughs) yes 
Yeah. And it has a little bit of like a march to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I just, yeah. I really, it really. Like, uh, uh, maybe one of those cars that kind of like puts along. Like, yeah. <laughs> It also was in, I believe, the opening scene of Reality Bites, which is still one of my favorite. And I think it is my favorite movie of all time. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, well, it's it's there's two favorite movies, but it's one of them. It's that and Rosemary's Baby. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I love that cross section. Yeah, I, I'm, I really have diversified interests. Um, but yeah, I love that movie. Uh, I just love the relationships in that movie. I love how '90s it is. Um, and I love when Ethan Hawke says to Winona Ryder, um, "All honey, all you have to be by the age of 23 is yourself. There's just a lot of like great nuggets. All the characters are super defined. And what do you yeah, think of the whole just... like Ethan Hawke, Ben Stiller thing? Did she choose right? I feel like that's one of those things that people love to rework. Yeah, she chose right. She chose right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... He, but Ben Stiller was like, there There really was no right. I think that that was kind of what I loved about it is that like, you know, maybe back in the 90s, like he was kind of more of a doofus, mm-hmm. I think. But um, like, or he played, he played a doofus in that role. Like this mm-hmm. is kind of like, he's like a well-meaning douche. Yeah. Um, but he's now, dork. yeah, but as we're older, we're like, yeah, but that guy like has money and like Ethan Hawke's character like stole Snickers from a convenience store and she still chose him. It's like, well, that's also, just such a 23 year old decision. Ethan Hawke's so like arrogant in it. He's also disgusting. Yeah. He's like gross. He is so greasy in that movie. Like it's well, not okay, to be fair. Everyone's greasy. greasy in that movie. Everyone's greasy. Except okay, that's a great point. Except Ben Stiller and maybe, uh, Jeanine Garofalo. She, she was, no, she was well kept. She, yeah, she yeah. like was a manager of the gap mm-hmm. and had to like rally for work, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. everyone in the, yeah, it was just like a commercial for dry shampoo. That whole movie. <laughs> we didn't have that back then. No, no. God, so, oh, how God, middle school would have been it. so different. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Very different. Um, yeah. And I, to be fair, I don't agree with at all. Like anytime the concept of like, you pick the wrong guy from old movies, I always find it a little bit annoying, even though I asked you that. Because I do I love like, that you asked it because I've never, I didn't know that that was a hot debate, but it well, sounds like, like you've heard, he's you've heard of, it before. He's one of those characters that I think that people sort of try to be like, wait, was he really that bad? They acted like he was so terrible. Yeah. Um, but I think that, uh, I think that like female characters, should get to like they should pick the one that they want to fuck and so and, often and women did. are expected to pick a good one yeah like n- no the men aren't expected to do that like also i pick the one you want to fuck i also think that ethan hawk's character is someone who has so much potential and that was sort of what the movie was about like this guy's a genius he just like doesn't have his shit together and i think that him and winona or when uh, winona's character was lelena i think that lelena would have pulled that out of him i mm. think that he, they That's balance a lot each of responsibility other. on it her. is but she's they're young enough to where i think they can kind of abuse each other a little bit and they'll come out on the other side in a really great way <laughs> great that sounds healthy good i'm so glad <laughs> more advice you should not take on today's uh today's podcast <clears throat> so the next song okay um coming in at number four are we doing mm-hmm. a countdown no just uh, okay coming uh, in at number two mm-hmm. is, is uh the gambler by kenny rogers Ooh. on a warm summer's eve i fucking love this song Ooh. Train bound i don't know this song what no met up with the gambler. okay i'm <sighs> wait i'm feeling it i'm feeling it i should have let yours play longer because so i'm gonna let this play a little bit listen to the story at the window at the darkness 
the boredom overtook us and he began to speak he said son I've made a life out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes God, so if you lyrics. don't mind my saying Whew. I can see you're out of aces for a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice so I handed him my bottle and he drank down my last swallow then he bombed a cigarette and asked me for a light and the night got deathly quiet and his face lost all expression said if you're gonna play the game boy you gotta learn to play it right you got to know when to hold them know when to fold them know when to walk away and know when to run you never count your money when you're sitting at the table there'll be time enough for counting when the deal is done Ooh. Yeah, so that's the gambler. It, it, it keeps going. You know, it's a whole song. Sure, more happens. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that advice from the gambler that keeps coming back—that like you got to know when to hold them, know yeah. when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. Um, which I think of often in many circumstances. It's good relationship advice, Ooh. and I think it's also very important entertainment industry advice. Like, you got to know when to care about stuff and know when to just not fucking care about yeah. that. Like, if you can walk away, walk away. Yeah. And if you can just release yourself from that being part of your brain and heart, walk away. Oof. And that yeah. song, like, what genre is that? It's kind of country, kind of. Well, it's country disco. Folk. Okay. I mean, it's, it's that country. Thing? Yes, and there's Who more of other... it on this playlist. Okay, wow. Uh, um, it, it's not really, I mean, I, I think it counts as country disco hybrid. once once it uh, kicks in that, like, move and like... So country disco came about in the 70s? Yeah. So that was like a thing. Yeah. Wow. It's, um, yeah, uh, that just, I mean, it is what, what it sounds like, kind of yeah. a combo of country, <laughs> country I like and disco. it. Yeah, I don't listen to like straight country really. Well, I like old country, so I guess that falls well, into yeah, that. Yeah, this has some of that little old, old country, country because like yeah. Islands in the Stream, for instance, would be a very yeah, okay. You don't know that one? No, islands in the Stream, that is what we are. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, from Ghetto Superstar? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean my mm-hmm. one of my all time faves, <laughs> Ghetto Superstar? That's uh, what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just I I could make a whole playlist of just this song over and over. This is one of those songs that I can listen to on repeat. Mm, my uh, final song is that. Yeah. Where I could just keep it going on loop all yeah. day. Yeah, it's uh it's weird. Those are the moments where I'm like, am I having a stroke? Am I losing my mind? I just need to hear this song over and over. But if I didn't hear it, I would be doing it in my brain. And so I'm like, I think that's take the pressure off my brain. Today I went for a run. And um, I just randomly select like workout playlists on Apple Music. Trust those people. I just kind of like when I don't a know the songs or b mm-hmm. like like I I like the, when they just are like this is great for working out. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be like a quality song. It just has to have like the right tempo. So, anyways, I clicked on a playlist called the Happiness Playlist, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Great! Who doesn't love being happy, especially when you're working out?" I Sounds mean, grumps, like a, I guess. Grumps, like, crabs, <laughs> yeah, cranks, <laughs> grinches, grouches. Um, 
but yeah, so I clicked on this playlist and then um, I I don't know the song. It's called, I guess it, it's not Happy, the Pharrell mm-hmm. song. It's another song that has Happy in the chorus. Is it If You're Happy and You Know It? It's not. Hands? It's something else. Should it's I, happy Birthday. I almost want to play it for you, but <laughs> no, it's another song. I don't know who sings it, whatever. But the point is, so it starts with a song that has Happy in the title. And then I realized like t- probably 15 minutes into my run, I was like, I'm still listening to this same song and it is a full like half hour mashup of this song or what? Yeah. Mashup like that just keeps going. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm like going insane. I've been listening to the same song that I don't even like that much. That has the word happy in it for half an hour. It's like, it's maddening. Yeah. Yeah. And then I finally changed over and listened to some Dua Lipa. Mm, Yeah. Mm. The rules. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She's great. Anyway. Um, she is. Uh, yeah. And I, as I said, I feel like this, like when I feel bad after an audition, it's like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes... That's just, you just got to walk away. There's not, it's, it's not worth it to even think about like, what I do wrong? What should I have done better? You know, what? just fucking fold them and yeah. run. Um, Ooh, yeah. Love Give that. yourself the gift. Next love song it. is yours. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Coming in at number next is, um, I like that. That's uh that's the next t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I chose, uh, Oh, this might be a bit of a hard sell. It's the Mariah Carey Christmas song. <laughs> that's not even the name of it, but that's what she called it. It's all I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> Jamie, why? Okay. It is because I, there is like this beginning is so dramatic that like you can't possibly think of anything else but this song like it takes you first of all it's like why are you listening to a Christmas song when it's not Christmas so there's sort of it jars you out of your mood a little bit because it's like wait wait, this is so disorienting we we already had the holidays this is your uh you're smelling um coffee beans in a in a yes in a perfume store exactly Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like you might not even listen to the whole song honestly if you add it to the playlist it's just to kind of snap you out of your cyclical compulsive thoughts post audition <laughs> oh man when you can't stop going over the lines after an audition exactly that is the worst i'm or being so like, mad oh, at my brain then yes or, like, i don't need these words now right exactly so i just i think that this is a this is really a jolt to the system mm-hmm. yeah i love this as a karaoke song off season Ooh, like you pull this out june you oh know, my God, people are like, what? The that's fun. You crazy. do it around the holidays. People are like enough. Well, because you hear it so much around there. It's it's becoming it's too much. It's too I, much. I think it used to be like, oh, yeah, I love that song. Like well, you were excited to hear it. it and I, now it's constant. I feel like it had some second wind. And I don't even think that it was uh, was love. Actually, I think it was after that. I think it was for after some that. reason people started playing it so much it's that it wore number it out. one song you hear during it's I, I I don't hear a song more than that like it's yeah. definitely beat out like jingle bells or whatever the old Christmas classics were like you'd only hear this song yeah I get sad for a song when I feel like it's threadbare mm. when people when you just you hear it too much so it doesn't have that sparkle anymore right. it's not the song's fault it it's didn't not do the anything. song's fault I do think it gets a little bit of its luster back when you hear it off season yes Exactly. Which is why it's in the playlist. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like the theory of just 
uh, sensory overload yeah. <laughs> to right your ship right back to where you want it's it to be. It's a little bit of like lavender gelato post mm. uh, a st- garlicky You got a steak. fancy place. I don't know places. what I'm saying. Wait, no, never mind. No, you don't. Garlicky steak. steak. <laughs> Oh wow! I don't never tried the the garlicky steak at Mm. Sizzler. It's oh okay, it's a Sizzler thing. Got it. Got it. I've never been to Sizzler. Uh, I just want to say on record, I've never been. Neither have I. Neither have I. I've never been there. And I, I have not. Had I have taken out from there. Sure, sure. Had yeah. Oh, I mean, everyone. Yes, yeah. But I've never like sat down. You, know, you need a baked potato. You need a baked yeah. potato. Um, yeah. For some reason, that reminded me of when I was a kid. I used to go to this place called Piccadilly Cafeteria with my grandparents. Oh, it was one of those so like British. Oh no. Oh. I, well, yeah. I guess from the, but it wasn't. It was in some mall in Virginia. Mall in but Virginia. It, oh, was that? <laughs> Wait, is that your British accent? Yes. <laughs> you sound kind of like a vampire. <laughs> um, Nosferatu. Oh, okay. It, it's a little more. It's yeah, not, yeah. I hear it. I hear it's it. not great. No, have but I mentioned that I haven't spooky. booked off a self tape? It's a little spooky, is the thing. Um, but there's, you know, there's a lot of dungeons mm. in the history of England. So mm. yeah. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, it was like one of those cafeteria style places where you got stuff and your little tray and then and they always had uh cubes of um jello with whipped cream on top. Oh yeah. And hush puppies. <gasps> and as a little little uh, little chubby kid. Lo- I loved a dish of hush, hush puppies. puppies. Should be sold Why everywhere. That you know what? That I'm calling it next trendy hipster food. Hush puppies. How I mean, it should it should have started yesterday. Like, right? where are they? Where oh, are a, the hush puppies? Have you been to that hush puppy place in Silver Lake? Stop. I'm kidding, but did oh it sound like something that you would God. believe? <laughs> Highland oh Park God. has an amazing hush, hush puppy, puppy place. It's actually not a place. It's like a cart. Yeah. So you get the and hush puppies, and they have all these dips. Wednesdays at eight a.m. But like, do like fuck a it, have it for breakfast. Like I'll put it on top, and so you yeah. can get like toppings. And they also do like a. It's called a hush poo, and it's half hush puppies, half poutine, and mm, they're really good uh, together. Honestly, it's a hush poo. <laughs> it's it's also it's um, a dog breed too. But don't talk about don't talk about that. Yeah, because they don't they don't like yeah. purebred or make whatever yeah adopt lab, chop. lab. yeah exactly okay um, thank you you're better than prom than me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're a better joke writer than me so um together we make a great team <laughs> uh, okay yes um also but back to the jello yeah. the jello was gross but i loved the whipped cream and i think it took my parent my grandparents a while to figure out i would get that just to eat the whipped cream off of it okay I love that you brought this up because I also went to a cafeteria. There's a very famous cafeteria in oh. Dallas called the Highland Park Cafeteria. And I, you know, at the You're end of the Dallas, line. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I didn't say that. Just in Dallas, I go to cafeterias there. But yeah. <laughs> I travel the world going to cafeterias. <laughs> yes. It's a new show I'm working on for the Food Network. Anyway, uh, someone would buy that for sure. They really would. Yeah. Like, okay, we've got two ideas to sell now. Like, Really? What, aside from like the school cafeteria, like, restaurant cafeterias are kind of mind-blowing and the dynamics yes there. just the whole like get your tray because like, i mean it's not quite a i guess it's a it's not quite a buffet like a buffet i think of like it's serving not yourself. quite a buffet it's, but at a cafeteria things are already on their little they're portioned they're on little plates and stuff they, yeah especially the desserts yes and so, you can get them to carve things for you yes there's whatever. carving there's scooping there's mm-hmm. dicing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I was really fixated on the look of the green jello at this cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And I would always 
order it and then I would like I didn't even want to taste it it wasn't even like a curiosity on that level it was like I wanted it on my tray near my food because it looked beautiful yeah and so I'd always get it and then my mom would be like Jamie you don't eat that it was a pile of emeralds Mm -hmm. and my mom was like you don't eat it but the crazy thing is she still let me get it every time and I was like why is she falling for this again (laughs) I think what a fucking idiot (laughs) I mean, that's parenting, right? I guess. Like, she tried. She, it went she, on she had so a heart to heart long, with you though. about it. She was like, girl, you don't eat this. And she would get German chocolate cake and I would eat it. I would eat her food. And it's like, I just can't believe that she like got scammed by me for so many years. Did you, is it possible that you threw a fit one time and you have forgotten that part? Okay. <laughs> that's an interesting point you bring up. Wait. So there was also at Baskin Robbins, they used to have this flavor. I still don't remember it. I think it was based on some kind of alcohol, but the color of the ice cream was like this really beautiful sort of like a sea foam look, mm. um, lighter than a mint chip. Okay. So it had this really sort of soft, like eggshell, like baby's breath. Like maybe a pistachio. Vibe. It wasn't pistachio. It was a different flavor and they don't okay. carry it anymore. Oh. I don't, I want to say it was like, I, I think it was based on some kind of alcohol. So okay. maybe like a, I honestly don't know. Creme de menthe. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it so tasted like terrible. Honestly, it it was like a bad tasting. It was tasting. a gin. It was a Hendrix. Uh, it probably, because okay. the, it, the ice sapphire. cream did not taste good. Sure. And I, I would always get it. And my dad was like, Jamie, like, you don't like this. Quit. And he kept ordering it. I was the kid who uh, preferred ice cream in a cup. Same. So, I, Oh, really? Yes. I felt. I feel like in hindsight, that makes me like a child librarian. It, yeah, you were. That was definitely old soul. That's yeah. an old soul move. Um, I remember Now people, I love a good cone, though. Sure. I actually only go cone now. Do you like a, a, a sugar or a, a wafer? Waffle. Waffle. Yeah. yeah. Me Waffle. too. Yeah. Me too. Sugar cones I'm not, are I'm not going to the cone for uh, for sweetness. I got a whole, I got ice cream here to do that. Yeah. I like, like a, the, I want it for a crunch, for a lightness. But also a waffle cone is used as a topping in a lot of places. Mm. So it's mm-hmm. basically like your ice cream is encased in topping. Mm-hmm. Cause like I've been to certain like yogurt places where they have crumbled waffle cone as a possible well, that's option. Once you're like an addict. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once you're like too right. far gone. Right, right, right. There's no coming back. Nobody does that in a, in a waffle cone, do they? Uh, no, I don't think they offer waffle cone. They'll cut you off there. They They're don't like, offer too much, waffle ma'am. cones. They only oh. have waffle cone toppings. Uh. Yeah. So something happened to their waffle cones. They just they crumble them. them. Yeah. Um, I what that means. I, I but I brought up the cone thing to say i remember being pressured at a um at a baskin robbins to get one of those clown guys and i find them very <gasps> disturbing oh my god i haven't thought about the clown guys i do not so like those clown guys long. they are upside down they've got yes. bad icing faces that are, that are too cold like that's not no no i don't and i, I mean is that a cake or i forget no it's i it's i mean my our place it was ice cream it was yes. like a scoop of ice cream yes, with yes, a, yes. the and cone then, then on the top cone is the hat, the hat. and yep. the little icing face on it oh, yeah. and look and the icing's never good i'm gonna say i know a lot of people are like legit scared of clowns sure but i think a lot of other people have been tipped into it by bad clown representation oh because you get like an ugly weird drawing of a clown or icing ice cream clown thing yes monstrosity yes they're gonna be like ugh, gross clowns yeah. are gross and they taste terrible yeah 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 the I would, icing was always really bad and you're right it was really cold 
Yeah. Because they were like in the freezer section, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They didn't make them for you fresh. Nope. No, no, no. No, they didn't. Now, that would have been a whole different thing if they were like, would you like to, would you like us to assemble a clown? Would you like to name him? Customizing your clown? Yes. (gasps) I would probably go for like a goth clown. Huge business for them. Ooh. I would have definitely, I mean, I was all about like pinks and purples. I would have definitely had like a princess pony clown. I remember often getting the um, bubblegum flavored ice cream from this like local place. Oh, Um, maybe it was good. No. Oh, it was bubblegum flavored. It was disgusting. But I had cotton candy flavor though, and it was delicious. Well, that's different. Have you ever had the cotton candy flavor? Uh-uh. Oh yeah, you got to get on that train. <laughs> it's really good. Let's get back on the train of the playlist. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of country disco, High Horse by Casey Musgraves. Mm. Oh, I bet you think you're John Wayne. Can you turn me up? Showing up, shooting. Uh, came out what, last year. I love it. Yeah, I'm into this. Everybody else. Oh, yeah. I love it. So I love. I also love the like. Oh, you you think you're so you get to you think you're so great. You come in here and you're like saying yes and no to different people and they're like you're on the list you're off the list why don't you get off your fucking high horse yeah um obviously i think this is a good post-audition song absolutely i don't care what these people think of me yeah oh oh, you think you get to decide yeah in that room on that project i get to go home and decide what i eat for dinner you don't get a say (laughs) (laughs) taking the control back Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah i love that I also, yeah, that's a that's another one. That's a definite like genre bending. It was poppy, but also Very a little poppy. folky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, know her. She's real. Like other songs are good. Well, yeah. I mean, she just won a whole bunch of Grammys. Oh, see, I don't follow the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, I don't follow them super I well. Should. But she got memed. So okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So that, okay. What was her meme? Um, her being surprised at winning. Oh, her, like she kind of went through a whole gamut of emotions of like, no, what oh. me? Oh my god! Yay! You know. Oh, cute. Okay. Yeah. So we she, like her. It was very cute. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I I just. This is one that I'm I'm rocking out to a lot in my car. Cool. Yeah, it's a great, it sounds like a great driving song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also what's important for this playlist. Yes. They they gotta be good driving songs. Yeah. We do a lot of that. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of car time. Yeah. Do you listen to music, like, by yourself, like, not on wheels? Like just listening, like to just like music? on land yeah, in your room. Okay, <laughs> I do. I love on land. <laughs> Not I on drive. Uh, I drive in. I ride a boat to work. <laughs> I do. I listen to music um, a lot, and um, you know, a lot of them have been things that I've used for playlists, like um, "Wake Up, Get Out of Bed," oh. like uh, "Coming Home After a Difficult Day," yeah. Um, uh, yeah, "Secret Makeout List" Ooh. playlist. You know. yeah, yeah, I do have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. You're married. Yeah, but I have one from like a while ago. Okay, that's, like, when still you still kissed my, people. Yeah, when I was like rampant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do have one that's on my computer. It's I would it'd probably be the exact same if I made it today. Like it's all the same songs that kind of yeah make me have the feels. Well, there's a few that have been removed from mine. Oh, because they remind you of people? As of late. Oh, no, because oh. they remind me of the people who made them. And oh, gross. We've got a bunch of bad dudes out there. Yeah, bye dudes. Yeah, yeah. It's been a it's been a bad season for R&B. Yeah. 
as far as uh, yeah. what we feel oh, comfortable. Oh, those dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like uh, artists who we now know are terrible people. Yes. For instance, last night I was driving home and put on the radio. I listen to the radio a lot also. Do you? Uh, yeah. I used to listen to the pop top 40 radio a lot and I don't anymore. Now I'm just like like uh, oldies all the time. But oldies now are anywhere from like mid aughts to like maybe mid seventies. Yeah. It's not, that's wild. Feel that old to me. Um, but they played the way, you, the way you make me feel by Michael oh, Jackson. Yeah. And I was kind of like looking around my car, trying to make eye contact with other people who I was by myself. Oh. And I was like, are we, we're okay with this? What is, what's happening? What are we doing? Uh, yeah. Just, no, we don't Can like I this say anymore. I was never a fan of his. Oh, I was. So it was very easy for me to let go. Cause I was kind of like, yeah, everybody get on my train. Yeah. That's nice. It is nice. That's but I feel I f- bad for people who like my, one of my friends, um, her whole family, uh, moved here from India and th- like Michael Jackson and ABBA were like their like that connected them to American culture immediately. Like they oh, ABBA's listened not to even it. American. I don't know what it was. <laughs> oh, ABBA's not American. Mm-mm. Where are they from? Sweden. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe just Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, I mean, Western culture. Western. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. But she like, they would like play him in the living room and like the whole family would dance. And it was like this thing that everybody in the family, it was like the connective tissue yeah. for their family. So it's been very hard for her. Oh, I was a big Michael Jackson fan. Was like a real parents too? Fan. No, okay. it was part of my, uh, not even my childhood, but high school rebellion. Because when I was a kid, I kind of, my... My parents were very judgy about pop culture. Mm. So it wasn't like there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't necessarily not allowed to listen to, but they would like make fun of it a lot and be like, that's bad. Um, And like maybe like I wouldn't be allowed to like play it in front of other people because my parents would be like, yuck, we don't hear that. And they would make fun of how people loved Michael Jackson when I was a little kid. So I was like, yeah, what a bunch of dorks. And then when I got to high school, I was like, I love him. I love Michael Jackson. Even though like he had already gone through at least one yeah, one trial. Right. But but again, he had been found innocent and we all were happy to, to conveniently grasp yeah. that. It was a different time. Yeah. Um, Such a different time. But yeah, I used to do Michael Jackson impersonations in my oh, for wow. talent shows with no blackface. That was completely unnecessary with any kind of Michael Jackson impersonation. Um, I collected memorabilia. I have three copies of Thriller. Wow. Uh, one is a picture disc. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, he was like a part of you. Yeah, he was a big part of me. Wow. But by the time this documentary came out, like it had been, if that had happened in high school, that would have been really upsetting. Oh yeah, I had a zine called KOP, Cop, King of Pop. Um, Wait, you were like, a really Jackson head. <laughs> yeah, I read Moonwalker. I owned Moonwalker. I was really into Oh him. my yeah. God. Um, but yeah, I uh, by the time this documentary came out, we I had incrementally gotten to the point where I was like, yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. There is no other adult that we say... Like, we talked about this. Oh, yeah, we talked about it. Um, there's no other adult that we say, um, oh, yeah, that's a grown-up man who sleeps with kids... Because he's childlike. Because he didn't have a child. That's okay. Like th- that's yeah. not a classification for no. things that just happen to people. That's, that's never. Ha- that's never been a thing. Oh, he worked his whole childhood, so you know now as an adult, he like loves being with children. It's like who? who there else? are so many people who worked as children, yeah. and that's and not none a of characteristic. Them are having sleepovers. None. Um. We. Uh. One thing that you pointed out about that documentary, as opposed to the R. Kelly documentary, that I thought was really interesting, was that. In the R. Kelly documentary, 
they used a lot of his music and it helped like rejuvenate that music. It got a lot of airplay. Um, yeah. And it got a lot of like plays on Spotify and streaming. Well, and everything. even when you're watching it, you're like, oh my God, this piece of shit. Damn, Ignition's a good song. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just oh, constantly like, yeah. fuck him. Shit, this is good. Yeah. Um, and there's some other cuts I liked a lot too. But <sighs> in so the frustrating in the michael jackson one they resisted that they didn't play his music he's great which was such a such an important choice yeah because you it didn't let you uh it didn't it didn't remind you of the things that you love about there him. wasn't even like really flashes of like his wealth or his lifestyle or it his was dancing or his dancing it was really just like interviews and aerial shots of cities yeah well and, I, and neverland ranch i mean a thing that we like I'm sure you've been asked a lot. I've been asked a lot to talk about Me Too in comedy, sexual assault, yep. blah, 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 which I I wrote an article about it after I was asked to write an article about it and uh, about about the men who were doing the stuff. And I told them I would only do it if I could, rather than write about the men who were doing that, write about women. Because I'm so tired of us discussing these I know. famous abusers. And I think that that documentary is the same sort of like we've discussed Michael Jackson to fucking yeah, death. Yeah, we know he's successful. We know who he was. We, we know, know about the elephant man bones. We, we know, know about bubbles. Yes. And I think another weird thing about it is that kind of what you were saying about your friend that it wasn't that they all loved that they just loved listening to the music. It was that this person represents so much. This is a hero. Yeah. And that is what's being taken away from people. And I think that's why it's this weird struggle. Right. And that's what's also so horrifying is when in the After Oprah special, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was Wade who said, you know, the grooming started before I even met him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he groomed a whole, he groomed the world. Yeah. So that's really what people are dealing with. It's like, oh, you know, he was a Disneyland, you know, the, what was that? The thriller experience, like where you go and, have you done that? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I I remember seeing Captain EO. Oh, is that what it is? Well, Cap- that that's was, what I'm thinking of. Yeah. What is it called? Captain, Captain EO. Okay. The, I'm not. See, I'm not a, a Disney movie that head. He made with, yes. Yeah. Yes. But like even that, it's like he, you know, he's he's one of these. I mean, I won't say the only, but kind of the only in my head right now coming to mind person who was like meant for people of all ages mm-hmm. in this really deliberate way. Mm-hmm. And when you realize why, uh, it is, it's really hard to accept. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I I think it's one of the many ways in which um like even pop, free willy. It's like yeah. that's for that's a fucking kids movie. It's all gross. Pop culture. It's all gross. Hat. Not that free willy was like great for really. I, I don't remember loving that movie, but uh in many ways it has gaslit it was a punch. Us. Yes. The pop pop culture gaslight. Because yes. like those are things that you know you're like, this is weird. But then it's like, no, 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 Free Willy. No, 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 no. Everything's fine. Uh, uh, I know. The Moonwalker video game. Come yeah. on, it's all okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that some of this will encourage people, encourage all of us to trust our guts. Because I think that it takes a lot of work to be disengaged from that gut instinct. <laughs> and yeah. it's not good. Yeah. Anyway, more songs. Let's do it. Yeah. Palette Cleanser. Ooh. This next one is yours. Wait, this one's mine? Oh, yeah. You yeah. just did one. Okay. Okay. Mine is Digging for Fire by the Pixies. Off of Bossa Nova. 
Dig for Fire. big pixies fan i am i can't fully remember why i chose this song and i'm trying to recall because i did pick it a year ago i did pick it a year ago i think that the main reason i chose this song was just because i really love it Mm -hmm. um and uh it is kind of like a sing-along song like once you like know the lyrics you can't not i guess every song is a sing-along song but this one really is especially the way he kind of like calls out in the beginning and it's kind of spoken there's like I don't know. There's something that feels very live about this song. Like it feels like you're at the concert. Mm -hmm. And I think again, that kind of takes me out of my head a little bit, almost like the production, the production value. And like, yeah, the live quality kind of makes me feel transported. Mm -hmm. When did you get into the Pixies? I got into the Pixies probably like late middle school, early high school and I was also a big Frank Black fan. I saw him live a couple of times and he played some Pixie songs as well. Uh, so I was really thrilled to see that. And like Teenager of the Year is like one of the best albums I think I've ever heard ever. And he's just like, yeah, they're just great. I don't even really know what to say. I read their like oral history. It was super interesting. Mm-hmm. And all the offshoots, like the breeders, I think Mm -hmm. I saw them live and they were amazing. I don't know. I just like, there's something very interesting about this like early 90s Boston indie scene. I wonder though, if that's also part of what works for you about this for this sort of a playlist where it's like, I'm like reminding you of you and like a a younger you and like really authentically yourself instead of who someone else, like a character or who someone else wants you to be. And their career is so interesting because they are so famous, but also still have this kind of niche audience I feel like like mm-hmm. not everybody like everyone knows them but not everybody knows them yeah everybody knows like here comes your man yeah or like the song that was in fight club um but yeah I uh yeah I just love it I don't know yeah. but I, I I swear I have better justifications for the other songs <laughs> on my list <laughs> this one. okay all right <laughs> not gonna overwork it then I'll go on to the next song uh which is pound the alarm by Nicki Minaj I may have put this on a playlist before, but it deserves to be on this one. Cool. It's one that I like to sing along with when I'm driving home. This is a song that like, uh, it, when I sing along to it, especially if I am <clears throat> coming home from an audition, I'm like, I'm a bad bitch, yeah. no muzzle, and we'll like get to the point where I'm gonna cry wow because I'm like that's right you know what people can decide whatever they want to decide and you can try to like fit into boxes for this but I'm a fucking bad bitch no muzzle at the end of the day the no muzzle is really powerful Mm -hmm. bottle sip bottle guzzle and I yeah she has another song I think it's called I'm the best that sounds like a Nicki Minaj song yeah it's just (laughs) called I'm the best and it's about being the best and it's just really uplifting Uh, I think she has that quality in a lot of her songs yeah 
yeah, um, it's like mainlighting confidence. There's a that point part in, um, I think it's in uh, Anaconda where she, the like breakdown where she's just like making noises. Oh, it's um, I think it's like it's like like boiled down. Nicki Minaj where like, she's are, just like, like noises what are we talking about she's she's like tr- I can't do it she's like trilling like rolling her eyes oh. and like, just then just like laughing and stuff like, <laughs> yeah yeah is that a good impression yeah that's pretty great, great. um but I feel like it's I f- what's magic about a lot of that sh- what she does is uh just believing in her ideas yeah. And being like, this is good enough. Just like this. Yeah. Just like this. Yeah. I don't need to add words. I like it like this. Yeah. She's also, she strikes me as someone who's like not a perfectionist. Like she's just like, yeah, this is like how I'm feeling right now. Just mm-hmm. putting it out there. Yeah. It's great. Um, You know, the, that whistle break on sitting on the dock of the bay. No. You, you know, sitting Oh on the bay? yes. Wait, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That wasn't supposed to, that was, that oh was a placeholder. Oh my God. Was a, That's like the only whistling in a song that I even can think of. Supposedly it was a placeholder. And then they were like, wait a minute. What if we just keep it? Wow. Let's just keep it. That's good. Yeah. Um, confidence in a weird idea. You don't need, you don't need yeah, to add words. Sometimes those, Go accidental, with those accidental nuggets are great. And I don't care if I didn't get that Swiffer commercial because I'm a bad bitch, no muzzle. I don't audition for commercials and have not for a long time. I know I haven't in a while either. I refuse to. Um, okay. So next up, mm-hmm. Backstreet Freestyle by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, this song is so fucking good. It's a great song. Uh, Martin had a dream. Martin had a dream. Kendrick have a dream All my life I want money and power Respect my mind or die from less shout I pray my dick get big as the Eiffel Tower So I can fuck the world for 72 hours Goddamn I feel amazing Damn I'm in the matrix My mind is living on cloud nine And this nine is never on vacation Start This song is like I mean he says like he wishes dick was as big as the Eiffel Tower There's something even though he's kind of being like, I wish that uh, there's something uh, there's an energy, there's big dick energy throughout this song that mm-hmm. I think like sometimes you just have to have that injected into yourself. And I feel like this is a song that uh, I sometimes, you know, I listen to music more when I'm in New York, hmm. like when I'm walking around on the street, I get really into it. There's something about like strolling and like seeing people and like the, sort of feeding off sounds so corny, but like feeding off the energy of other people on the street and like, just the fact that like the streets are sort of like very vivacious, whereas out here it's sort of isolated and you can't really walk anywhere. I mean, you could, but you're not going to like get that intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I started listening to this song like on loop when I would just be walking through like union square or whatever. And um, I always just felt really energized. I would walk, I was staying in New York for a month and I was staying in Union Square and then I would be doing spots at the comedy cellar at night and I would walk from my apartment to the cellar and it was like a 15 minute walk. And yeah, I would just listen to this song. There's a couple of other ones, but I would do like a heavy rotation where mm-hmm. it was like this song only for like a full half hour and then I'd switch to something else. Well, I think it's also a really interesting choice for this because 
I think it uh, does the same thing that you were talking about, um, about like reminding you that this stuff isn't important. This stuff isn't real. Yeah. Like, cause he's doing this, like basically like make parodying the stuff that rappers talk about. Yeah. But, like, you know, he doesn't actually care about yes. that. So it's still got that energy of that, that like confidence. Right. But there's a little mockery. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of like the, and, and like saying and satire. Yeah. yeah. Um, like that, that, that wanting those things are in the, in line with, Martin Luther Martin, King's journey. Yeah, yes. like he's clearly yeah. doing something that totally, um, which I think is, yeah, it's a it's a great reminder of like what is really important. What exactly. do we, what do we really care about? And yeah, having Martin how Luther are we King in a song. Judge ourselves yeah, as, having Martin Luther King in the intro and then being like, I want to fuck the world for seventy two hours. <laughs> yeah, You're just exactly. like, oh, it's, he's a genius. He's he really is. Yeah. Um, do you listen to Dissect? Do you know that podcast? No. Uh uh-uh. uh It's this podcast that. Um, every season is a an album and every episode is a different track on it oh. and so they did to pump up to pimp a butterfly i think is the first season cool on it oh, i'll have to listen to that it is it's really in it and like if you don't think that he is a genius already listen to that and then you're gonna be like oh yeah seeing sh- him in a new light yeah i haven't listened to it for a while i should check back in with it see if it's still if it's still happening hmm. um the next song yes. is bad girls by m.i.a okay do I know this one? Oh yeah, you do. Okay. Live fast, die young, bad girls, oh, yeah. do it well. Live fast, oh, die young, bad girls, do it well. Live fast, die young, bad girls, do it well. Live fast, die young, bad girls, do it well. Chain hits my chest when I'm bagging on the dash. This was on a playlist before, but at this point, everybody deal with it. Sometimes there's going to be repeats. Yeah, that just means it's good enough to speak to you on different levels. And I definitely listen this listen to this in my car when I'm driving home and again being like I'm a I'm a fucking bad bitch. I it doesn't oh, so I didn't get that whatever. Whatever. Yeah, it's a whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. even if I if I did then like it's a celebration if I'm like I do I did fucking awesome. Yeah, that's right. Cuz bad girls do it. Yeah. Um Ooh, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to have to add that. I'm going to have to start listening to that song. I don't listen to enough MIA and then I hear her and I'm like, "Why am I not listening to her all the time? She's so every song I hear is so good." Yeah, she's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. There's just too much music, Jamie. <sighs> just I'm too telling I'm telling you're telling me, music. I'm telling you. Aristotle has started a thing this year that he listens to a new album every day. What? Yep. Wait, you're so ambitious. That's so cool. Yes, he's just silently nodding at us as I've put him on the spot. Wow. I know. He just told me about it today. A full album? He listens to a full album every day. Whoa. Yeah, so now I have to start doing that, I guess. But how do you, like, what if you don't like the song? Do you skip the tracks or you just stick it out? Yeah. Not proud of it, but it was Miles Davis. <laughs> oh. Okay, so you are too much of a uh, of a millennial, of a young. You're like too cool. You were skateboarding with a dinosaur, and you did a kickflip, and we're like, I can't finish this Miles Davis album. It was a bad day, and that <laughs> is a frantic album. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Sometimes it works like sometimes it's like if the music meets your frame of mind or your like energy, it works. And other times you're like, I need you to like contrast how I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, support me or pull me out of it. 
yes. support the feeling or pull me out of it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yes, next song. Okay, next song is uh, Promise by When in Rome. Mm-hmm. This one is also, the intro is so dramatic. So dramatic. It, it truly makes you feel like you're just like rising into the clouds and like taking over the world. I love new wave drama. Me too. I know, I could tell by your choices. It's my favorite. <laughs> Me too. If you need a friend. Yeah, it is the drama. That's This song is all drama. The lyrics don't really apply. Well, that's not true. I think that, no, it's, it is. I stick by it. There's not, the, the lyrics don't really apply to our playlist, but it's just so... Sorry, but I'm it also when he's like, when you're in doubt and when, when you're in danger, take a look all around and I'll be there. It's like, I don't know who you are, but, <laughs> but I do nice feel supported. <laughs> yeah. So it is a little bit the lyrics. Yes, it is. But I also feel like um, it does have that kind of like um, uh, uh, pulsing, like um, um, driving beat yes. in it. Yes. It's like, keep on going. It is a keep, keep on going Keep song. on going. Yeah, and it You're also has that like else. journey vibe. I mean, truly when it like starts with wind, it's tr- it starts with like... There's those clouds. You're just like, oh my God, what the fuck is about to go down? Now I really want to see you in like pumps and ankle socks and like like pink and yellow crimped eye makeup, hair. crimped hair, yeah. Maybe like some acrylic um, or like like plastic uh geometric earrings. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Or squiggles. It's always like Ooh, squiggles, squiggles and triangles. Squiggles, stripes and check yeah. checkerboard. Yep. Oh, it's my favorite that, aesthetic. Yeah. My whole apartment. So. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's so good. That would be great if my apartment just looked like a, a trapper keeper. Oh, um, I love it so much. Next song. Don't Get Me Wrong by The Pretenders. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. So again, this like driving... Driving beat, you're driving on to the next thing. Keep going. You're not defined by what just happened, whether it was good or bad. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's just happy. I also love this. I mean, it's not why why I picked it for this, but uh, I love like that. Chrissy Hind in giddy love, yeah, kind of feeling. It's like like a cool girl being like, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel funny when you walk by. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, don't. Also, don't get me wrong. Is also like you've like it's sort of demanding people to like see you for who you are. Mm-hmm. So there's a nice lyrical tie there yeah. as well. Yeah, don't think I'm someone else. Yes. Get get me get, right. Get to the core of. Please get me this right. Of me and Do you all think I that was a offer. draft at one point? They were like, get me right. Please get me right. <laughs> it's <laughs> not working. Please see me for me. <laughs> please. They had an extra please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be too pushy right now, but it would help me. I'm so sorry for bothering you. Wait, scale it back. Mm-hmm. Stop apologizing. Yeah. And then she got bitten by a radioactive cool girl. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no. I know how to write it. She's so cool. She's very cool. Thank no. you so much for doing Oh my this. God. This was so fun. Thank yeah. you for having me. I think we made a good playlist. It's it's all over the place genre-wise. It is everywhere you want to be. But it will take care of you emotionally. Yeah. How can people keep up with you? Ooh, um, you can follow me on Instagram at really Jamie Lee and on Twitter at the Jamie Lee. Sounds great. Great. Do it. Thank you. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Eliza Skinner. You can follow the podcast at, at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com, and you can find links to all the playlists we make and anything we talk about, and our Patreon. We don't have advertisers, so we rely on Patreon co-producers like you. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. The art and logo is by D. Billy at Duchess and the Queen Studio. And the podcast is produced by cool DJ Aristotle Acevedo. Oh, and you can always rate and review us on iTunes. Everybody loves that. Bye.